Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, right here on Tojanet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink, with me all the way from her dungeon in East mm-hmm. Bridgewater is the blonde bombshell herself, Miss Anne Kerrigan. Well, hello, and how are you? Better than nothing. Better than nothing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so are you getting excited because it's, uh, you know, almost Halloween? Yes, of course. My favorite day. Um, yes, I am. I mean, uh, Halloween is is a big, big deal in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And um, what what do you really like about it? What what really floats your boat about of all the holidays? I mean, Christmas is a cool holiday, no doubt about it, especially uh, yeah. if, you're, if you're Christian. <laughs> you get <laughs> lots be- of. Lots I might be gifts. Christian. It doesn't mean I have to like Christmas. <laughs> you never like Christmas? I oh, mean, I guess... When you were a child, you never liked Christmas. Of Get course out. I liked it when I was a kid. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But when I when I grew up and had to, I don't know, run around and hustle and buy stuff and worry about everything, I didn't like it anymore. Oh, poor baby. <sighs> but yeah. I, I like Halloween because... You get you just get to scare the crap out of everybody, and you give out candy. It's just a fun holiday. It's like, I I I guess it's a different kind of giving, right? Like I don't mind giving the kids all the candy and all that stuff because I like yeah. that. I like that because I like to see their costumes and I like to see how creative they are. I guess it's the artist in me, you know. Oh, that's true. Like I'm I, looking on the internet says spooky sweet Halloween cakes. <laughs> Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah, that's so, why I need so a Halloween is cake. That what Somebody is? bring me a Halloween cake. <laughs> yeah, bring your food now. That's uh, right. But the interesting thing is um, I never had many trick-or-treaters. Only when I was a kid did, did we ever have any when I lived. But after oh, well, I, you, I, you take after your life in your hands trick-or-treating at your house. After I moved out, um, and we well, no, I lived in a couple places. Um, we never had trick-or-treaters, really. Oh, well, you know, I, what? I mean, I always either. bought a ton of candy, but yeah, we uh, didn't either because my house was like kind of in the center of the town, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like part of a neighborhood. It was really isolated, even though it was in the middle of town. Okay. Um, so we, if we had six trick or treaters, it would be amazing. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I just I I think the best thing about Halloween is you get to dress up as someone you're not. Yeah, but I do that anyways. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I do that frequently as well, but um, yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's the theatrics of it, I guess. 
I guess so. So speaking about theatrics, I understand you are working, uh, for those who don't know, Ian is an accomplished uh, face painter and uh, henner tattooer. Uh, <laughs> and you're, you're working at a, a really interesting place this year. Yes, I am. I'm working in um, Taunton, Massachusetts at the Gooley Manor, which is awesome if you you are in this area. Go see it. It's probably the best haunted house I've ever been in. And I'm not just saying that because I'm there doing makeup. Um, it's it's just amazing. The attention to detail is, is incredible. And uh, they will do their very best to scare the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I noticed Stealing Cat asked in the Paradox chat room, what is a Halloween cake? Seriously. Oh. <laughs> well, you know. I- <laughs> you, you decorate your house. I mean, it's it's like the you know. In reality, you can make cake for anything. I mean, when they have yeah. the Super, Super Bowl parties and stuff, they make football cakes and right. so and all that stuff. So it's, it's just, just a, a cake yeah. with Halloween decorations. Yeah, it's a funny thing. That's all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, cool. you can you know make it like put chocolate cake with like a red Cobb- filling and look like blood. Yeah. Oh, it's all brain, kinds of things you get to do with that. Brains. Yeah. A brain cake. <laughs> yeah. Glad you could use some of that. <laughs> Funny. No, I mean, no, you like that stuff. I know. That's what I was saying. That would, oh, wasn't meant, okay. What you think I meant? I thought you were being derogatory. Facetious? Uh-huh. No, I'm not facetious. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so you know, we last Saturday, uh, her tenth year doing spectral evidence as part of the Festival of Dead in Salem. And we were at the uh, Haunted Hotel, which is haunted, of course. Of course. And uh, it, it was a pretty good time. It's probably I thought it was one of the best ones that we ever did. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really cool. Even the the bartender, uh, the bartender told me like on the second floor, he get out one day and uh, out of the elevator, and he was going down a corridor and he heard little kids running and giggling and and he he went and looked and there was nobody around and it was you know really no noise and uh, so that and then the waiter unbeknownst to the bartender was at that same spot and um there was like um what do you call those cafe doors you know how they they push open and yeah but but they were more uh you know anyways they opened up as if they were being pushed on the mm-hmm. lower half, but there was no oh. one there. Yeah. Oh. Uh. That's weird. So suggestive of children because they're just Suggest- pushing the bottom half both, of it. Both. Uh, yeah, both things work. So mm-hmm. isn't that weird? Yeah. Very nice. We love places like that. <laughs> Check me in. Ceiling <laughs> uh, Cat, Cat said, I thought it was a pumpkin frosty thing. No, I don't know what a pumpkin frosting thing is. Well, you, you could you could make. I actually did that one year. If you take two bunt cake pans, right? Yeah. And make um, you know, make the bunt cakes, and then you yes. can put them. You can put them together, and make uh-huh. and frost the whole thing and make it look like a pumpkin. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you can that's, make them that way. So I okay. Oh, yeah, also, really you know cool. what I learned too, which is kind of cool and mm-hmm. it might come handy, if you put um tonic water in your lemonade, Ew. it makes it fluorescent. Cut it out. No, it glows in, in black light. Oh, I'll have to try that. 
Oh, it was so much Una. I would want to drink it. I it hate tonic Una. water. I wouldn't want to put that in my lemonade. Why? It, it tastes like nothing. Yeah, it's, it tastes funky. It's kind of weird. Well, I mean, whatever. That's one of those drinks. See, I couldn't, I wouldn't get along with the English people because I don't like gin and tonic. Yeah. So that would be a problem. Couldn't drink gin yeah. with them. Yeah, so that's I also learned that as well. So there you go. You can drink other stuff. You don't drink gin and tonic. Oh, that's I true. certainly don't. Yeah, and I'm all out of wine tonight, so I'm not drinking at all. So, okay, that's not oh, fun. Poor thing. I have my I know. Oh, Anyways, <laughs> uh, we have we have a, we have a call uh, right now, and yes, and it is uh, Josh Mantello from the Berkshire Paranormal. Hey, Josh. Good. Hey, Josh. Uh, Hello. How are you? In the bar, I think. <laughs> I think he's in the bar. I mean, it sounds like it. I'd be in the bar. No, I'm I'm in the car. The car. Oh, the car, not the bar. <laughs> oh, okay. For a bar. <laughs> so, I mean, are things Halloweeny out there in Western Mass? I mean, I don't know. It's like God's country out there. I don't, I don't know what they do out there. Uh, spooky and chilly. It's my car says it's 43 degrees right now, so it's not exactly warm, but it's beautiful fall foliage weather. Um, that's exactly what you would expect out of the Berkshires. Nice, nice. That's about 43 here too. Yeah. Yeah. Falling in England, it's cold. <laughs> it's It'll be 80 in November. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was talking to uh, to. Uh, uh, what's his name there? My co-host from International. He was here Steve? this year. Steve Parson. That's right. That's who yes. it uh, I was speaking with him, and Halloween is not as big a holiday in the U.K. as it is in the U.S. That's too bad, because I, you know, this is, a, at least in my opinion, the best time of year. It's it's. it's in New England, you can't beat it. There's the, you know, the foliage, the atmosphere. You know, it's you know, the winter sucks, but you know, yeah. fall, you can't you can't beat it. You know, and you know, and when you're in the field that we're all in, when you, you know, and you're a ghost hunter or a paranormal investigator, whatever you want to call us, you get it's it's so it's so much fun. There's so much going on. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's it's like Christmas for me. Yeah, I feel the same way. Exactly. And the interesting thing about it, too, is that, of course, at this time of year, the media is so much more interested in ghosts than any other time of the year. And I've always found that ever since I've been doing this. And it doesn't make any sense to me, but uh, evidently it does to them. Yeah, it does. You know, it's people's interests, like, you know, um, case in point, uh, you know, I'm more known for everything with uh, the Houghton Mansion, and, you know, so we run, we run all the haunted events and everything there for the, for the fall season, mm-hmm. so, and we start doing, we start doing weekly tours of the mansion on the first Sunday of September. Now, the first Sunday of September, I had six people show up. Yeah. The second <laughs> September, second Sunday, I had about 12. Last uh-huh. week, I had 60, and I'm anticipating close to 80 this weekend. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You know, it slowly goes up and up and up until November first, and then everybody stops caring. Of so, so these tours that you run at the Hooten Mansion, uh, what are they like, and and how much are they, and how can people go to them? It's it's the best deal in town. It really is. You can't beat it. Um, you know, we really uh, 
cut ourselves short in a lot of aspects. It's every Sunday night at 7.30 at the Houghton Mansion in North Adams. Yeah. We do only have one left. It's every Sunday in September and October. So next year, remember it. Um, yeah. It's only $5 a person. It's a two-hour tour. But it's not your typical tour where you we just kind of walk you around and say, well, this is a door and this is a window and <laughs> this is a chair. We actually, um, instead of showing you the entire building, we... We go to the second floor, and we go to Mary's room and the lodge room. On the third floor, we go to the locker room and Witter's room, and then we take a stop in the basement. And each one of those spots, we take 10 to 20 minutes and actually perform a very kind of quick mini ghost hunt where we Mm -hmm. actually use a little bit of equipment and see if anything's active for those 10, 15, 20 minutes, as well as tell some stories about the activity in those rooms because, as you're well aware, Ron, those are the more active of the, the parts of the building. Right. And believe it or not, in these quick two-hour tours that people paid five bucks for, I've we've had this year five alone. Five bucks? Are you serious? Five bucks. Five bucks. Can't beat it. Best deal in town. You know, wow. Five you bucks. are kidding. You are kidding, my we friend. Had, we've had a person get a picture of an apparition. We've been. I've had a group of 20 people sitting in the lodge room and have the door open and close. Nice. Uh, we've had people get touched by something in the dark. Um, you know, in two-hour tours, people are actually getting experiences um, during these tours. And they can't really, they're almost like baby ghost hunts or miniature ghost hunts because we're, right. we're touring the building, but we're taking the time with some equipment and asking questions and trying to get, like, the K2 meters to move. We're doing, you know, in, in one spot, we stop and do a little bit of dowsing. And in another spot, we show the lights off and use a, a shack hack box. You know, have a lot of fun with it and teach people kind of the scratch the surface of what ghost hunting is and kind of maybe got a few and get the hooks in them and they come back for some of our bigger events. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's actually phenomenal. Yeah, it's fabulous. We do the ghost tours at the uh, Fort Constellation and, and the uh, Portsmouth Lighthouse, and we do them uh, basically four times a year, and people pay 20 bucks. And it's very much like that same thing where it's a mini ghost hunt but we also throw in the history and uh as well but uh yeah that, that that's a great deal and ours are twenty dollars and, and yours is five five is amazing that's a great well, deal yeah and i know and i and i know that's inexpensive and you know sometimes i toy raising it up and lowering it down but in reality you know the tours aren't there to be a money maker um you know when, when i when i started thinking about halloween and april the, um, <laughs> you know, and in reality, that's, you know, what the Houghton does is, you know, it gets us thinking about it in April because it's such a draw that, you know, we put on a couple events throughout the season plus all the tours. I, I put together a program and the program, so for instance, I have something going on this weekend, you know, as far as an event goes. And in order to fund that event, instead of taking money from the event, the money from the tours fund the event. So, for instance, you know, we have our Houghton Halloween you know, event this weekend, yep. and what we do is we buy about 13 pumpkins and count them. Well, all those pumpkins were bought with money from the tours. Oh, um, that's so cool. the drinks and the refreshments are bought from the money from the tour, so the event itself is actually more more or less pure profit as opposed to, you know, dipping into one. So we don't actually do the tours as a moneymaker, per se, as something mm-hmm. as a, a fundraiser for the larger-scale events because they actually draw publicity for the larger-scale events, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, and, uh, uh, Josh, I hate to tell you this, but we actually have another phone call coming in as well. Can you 
Can I either put you on hold or um, can you call me back in about five minutes? I can, I can stay right on hold. That's fine. Okay, so I'm going to put you on hold. All right. Thanks, Josh. And uh, joining us now is Eric. Uh, I, I believe the name is Christensen, but, you know, for me, I always screw every name up, so I do apologize. Eric, you there? I am. You are very close. Christensen is the, the Danish oh. way. Oh, <laughs> so damn close. Hi there, and, Eric. <laughs> how are you? I'm great, thanks. And Eric there. is actually the owner of a uh, – a, it's kind of a unique place, Um it's well. Why don't you tell me? I guess it's the, the best, easiest way to do it. Well, it's a bookstore with a twist. Uh, we took over a former Borders flagship store, a whopping twenty-two thousand square feet. Wow! And we taglined it the Book Shack. It's more than a bookstore. Nice. And the and the more is that we bring our books to life. And I, I took. The 22,000 square foot space. We've got a hundred, over 100,000 books in there. But wow. we have a, a a staged area known as On Stage Live at the Book Shack. So everything mm. kind of exists from a comedy show to a psychic medium to you know Derek Sanderson, Howie Carr. I mean, we've had a number of authors signings oh. there, and you know it's just an ongoing schedule. So I really wanted to create that that community vibe. And then we have another area where people can kind of mingle and have book clubs in our Shack studio area. We have a radio show that unfolds there. And, wow. you know, I just, whatever sticks, whatever it, sticks. It, you know what's really great, Ian, and you're going to love this, is yeah. that they also serve uh, wine. There you go. Perfect. Yes, we have our beer and wine license, so we can have, we just actually finished up a beer festival. <laughs> so it has the book and the book and brew music festival, and we have wine tastings, and you know again we have great parents festivals. So you know we really wanted to create that extra conduit because today yes we're challenged with the electronic, you know competing mm-hmm. online, but certainly we we are value driven. So we sell new, used, and bargain books, and that's really the the model for today if you're going to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. That is an awesome idea. Very, very creative. I and guess. I always loved I love the it. old border stores anyways. I thought they were awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, they really were, you know, in the day. I mean, they were they tried to stay indie, but the corporate model and really trying to compete with, with Amazon and Barnes & Noble had their thing, but it, it's tough. I mean, even up in your neck of the land, it's a great Andover bookstore that's been around for years, right yep. over in the Phillips Academy. I mean, They've got three yep. stores, uh, iconic stores like Strand in New York City. I mean, they've been, I mean, granted, they're in one of the biggest cities in the world, but they just are very clever and creative. You've got Porta Square, you've got Book, Brookline, Booksmith. Way out west, Powell is just amazing. They take over a city block, wow. and they treat it like, a, a you know, it's a destination. You go there for great reads, but, you know, you just don't know what's going to unfold. And that's what I wanted to bring to here in, you know, Kingston, Massachusetts on the South Shore. Just um, right. a very unique space, venue, and people are really kind of getting the vibe. We're year two into it, and, you know, it's, this is kind of like the, the big year because, you know, if you can get over the the one, you know, and but, you know, it's the small business that runs this country. you got to just fight the fight. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I own my own business for 35 years, so I do know that. 
the the interesting uh, thing about it, if somebody well, let's put it this way: if somebody wanted to, uh, you know, go there, I mean, where is it, and and what can they see? What's happening there, and how can uh, uh, you know, do you have a website, uh, Facebook? How, how how can they get in? You know, see what's happening at the Book Shack. Yes. So my wife is the social media diva for our companies, and you can go to the thebookshack.net, and she's very proactive with the social media channels. And certainly, you can like us on Facebook. And I mean, that's really um, a way of of letting the community kind of chime in, so you can kind of hear what people are thinking or or see what people are writing. All of our events are teed up on that. Certainly, the website is great, but you know, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, those are really the big channels that allow you to really just kind of get the brand out. Aha, uh-huh, I see. We're conveniently, we're right off the highway, of right three, the gateway to the Cape. So we're nice. wow, easy, right in the Independence Mall in Kingston, Mass. And you got the Reader's Choice Award for 2013. Hooray, hooray. That's right on your website there. I see it. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever That's the hell up that on is. our Facebook page if anybody's interested <laughs> um, in clicking on that link. For the book shack. So, so Eric, I mean, is it difficult in this electronic age to to have a bookstore? Is it a dying breed, or or do you think what you're doing is really bringing it to life again? You know, it's really kind of when people that really enjoy the the reads and just pay attention to wanting to touch the book. I mean, yes, I mean it. It just makes you feel good and. And wants you just kind of keep going with it, but yeah, I mean, people, are, yeah, I'm gonna move over to the Kindle, but we just did a clever 30 second commercial to really just simply state it: um, never needs recharging, indestructible. You can <laughs> drop it, and it just lasts a lifetime. That's yeah. right. And you know, it's just we're seeing a resurgence. Uh, our um, literary agent. Because on the other side, I, I manage talent and authors and speakers, and you're you're seeing a sort of this. Uh, you know what? I, I'm just not. I'm not feeling that that electronic in my hands, and mm-hmm. you know that's what keeps us going. And we embrace Amazon. I mean, we have to. I mean, we're we're sellers on their platform, so that exposes right. us to to millions of people. So if you don't really right. stay on top of kind of how people want to buy books, because we're 24/7, our inventory is moving in, you know, in the markets, which is Amazon, Abe, and Biblio, and, you know, mm-hmm. we have the brick and mortar, and I really treat that as just come and experience, and, you know, kids come in, and they're like, wow, this is cool, and we've got a great kids' room that, mm-hmm. you know, is 4,000 square feet alone, so it's, wow. that's really, <laughs> that's our number one, you know, category, the children's books, and then it goes to YA, fiction, but you just, you really have to sort of shift the paradigm, and to really kind of stay um, on, you know, the trend and what's going on. Well, I'm really excited about seeing this place. I have not seen it yet, so uh, I'm really looking forward to it. In fact, uh, many years back, I ran for a library trustee in my town, and of course, I bucked the the uh, establishment. But my, it was my idea to make basically what you were doing uh, out of the library the same way, and. Uh, right. Still to this day, I have people that come up to me and say, "Geez, I wish we had done it that way." It, would, it makes <laughs> it more more of a community, more of a uh, you know community. I guess is really what it is. It, it brings people together again and with yeah. like interests. So they and they, you know, at even at our library here in town, they have usually somebody once a month um, 
an author. I mean, they've had Jeff Belanger. They've had Rory Raven. Uh, they've had any number of authors. Um, they come and they, they do a lecture or a presentation or a show um, once a month. Yeah, and you know, you throw in you gotta throw in that extra sort of conduit. I mean, certainly Ron and I just the perfect time of the year and you know, he's certainly very knowledgeable and we're creating that and actually people are convinced that we do have spirits in our store, but um, nice. just you know, it's it's great that he can also command the stage because I mean as an author Well actually not no, why don't we uh actually mention that because uh we haven't mentioned it earlier. I was waiting for you to come on, and and that is I'm going to be here, be there next uh, Saturday or this coming Saturday. Uh, what time, Eric? You are actually on the stage at eight o'clock on stage live main stage. That's scary. We, you know, we've got you all set up. I mean, this place is rigged. We've got a great stage, sound, lighting, so we create the experience for the event. I mean, you can see a a great music show there, comedy shows, but certainly. You know, spoken word, I just think, is the greatest, you know, production show because it's really just you, nobody behind you. And, um, you know, we're, and that's what I'm all about. I love producing great talent and when we can bring the community together. And uh, this is going to be called the Paranormal Experience, and I'm really excited about it. It's going to be a combination of uh, sharing some of my cases with you and some of the evidence I collected, but also, but also, I plan on getting the audience a little bit involved, too, and get them into this paranormal. What is the paranormal experience? And actually, maybe they even have their own there uh, that night. But uh, I'm really excited. And this is going to be on Saturday, the the, uh, 26th, down at the uh, Book Shack in Kingston, Massachusetts. Uh, Tickets are like 10 bucks or something like that. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good deal. Now, Eric, are you in... The um, the Kingston Mall there, or are you separate from the mall? We're known as an anchor store, so we're yeah they, we're built into the mall, but we have our own entrance in and out. So we, you know, that's the nice thing about this too is that when it turns into a, a venue and sort of the bookstore shuts down, I can pretty much stay open twenty four seven there. But. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm not going to tell you this, but we actually have to take a break right now. So I'm going to let you go, and I look Thanks forward to I look forward to meeting you on Saturday, and I'm really excited about doing this event. Once again, it's the Book Shack, and Ann, you're going to have that up on our page, right? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, it's on Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Okay, so there you go. So, Eric, thanks a lot for dropping by, and uh, you have a good night, Now I'll meet you on Saturday. All right, go right Welcome talk. to TokiNet. Radio with a cutting edge. Everything you heard about witches is true. Halloween is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten places and spirits walk among us. The witches of Salem, Massachusetts honor this time with Festival of the Dead, an annual event series that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories, and strange rituals. 
founded by Salem witches Sean Poirier and Kristen Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests to step through the veil into a mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com or call 978-740-9783. Happy Halloween! <laughs> the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future then circles of wisdom is just the place for you circles of wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more located on route 28 in downtown andover massachusetts we carry a large selection of books and music crystals and gemstones jewelry and gifts sage aromatherapy and so much more all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere we offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian. And I'm not really sure. Okay, cool. We got that crazy witch going on. Okay. That must be Josh. (laughs) That wasn't me. Welcome back, Josh. We're speaking with, uh, right here on Tojanet Parax, Ghost Channel Beyond. We're speaking with Josh Mantello, the head of Berkshire Paranormal and also the caretaker of the Houghton Mansion, or Houghton Mansion, however you ever want to say it. Anyways, so, uh, Josh, uh, I do apologize for that. Uh, but Josh and I are actually doing an event together in November 1st, is it, Josh? Yes, Friday night, November 1st. And this is really, really exciting because, well, tell them where we're going to be, Josh. Um, We are going to be at the um, historic and haunted Bentford Hall in Lenox, Massachusetts. Um, The building is currently used as a Gilded Age Museum. Uh, It is... There's no words that I can really describe the enormity and size of this mansion um, that we're given access to here. Uh, It's, you know, for those who are familiar with the Houghton, and, you know, that place is truly dear to my heart, but it doesn't hold a candle to the size and grandeur of the event for all. Um, it, It was built by Sarah Morgan, the sister of J.P. Morgan, so you, you kind of know oh. the, the money behind the family here. <laughs> so, you know, there, there's some money in there, and, and this was built for their uh, for their summer home in the Berkshires. Oh, nice. So, oh. You know, and, you know, this is, you know, I am so excited about this for, for one reason, really, is the fact that it's it's someplace new. You know, mm-hmm. nothing against, you know, really what I what we do in, at the Houghton, but I've done it all a million times, um, and you know this is a new place that we're actually able to, to host an event. Um, you know, get some new people to come out, 
and investigate. You know, it, it's a new place to investigate for me, but it's exciting because it's a new place I can investigate with not only you, Ron, but with the people who are attending. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to be it's so big that it's going to feel intimate, even though and right now we're, 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 we're bordering on about 40 tickets, which in, in this in a building this size, it's gonna it's gonna seem almost one on one because you're really just up here. It's it's amazing. Um, <laughs> when I when I got the tour of the building, you know, and we got down into the basement after we did the first, second, and third floors, and we're walking around, and there's a full kitchen and giant in, in the basement for where the servants and the help in the basement stay. They lived in the basement, and then we go down another hall and we wrap around another corner, and then. We get in this big, long kind of hallway. It's a really weird-shaped room for a basement. Mm-hmm. And I said, boy, what is this? What's this big, long, long rectangular room for? He goes, well, this is where the family's two-plane bowling alley was. <laughs> and when it was built in the late 1800s, they had a two-lane bowling alley in the basement of the structure. Wow. So it just it shows, and it's, it's a beautiful place, and... You know, they've um, it's been featured on Ghost Hunters on Sci-Fi, so Taps is investigated there. With I do believe I think they I, I briefly watched the episode. I'm not a as a for a ghost hunter. I don't watch a lot of ghost hunting TV shows, but I don't think Me most neither. of us do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, think most I don't of us watch do. it either. <laughs> um, but we um, yeah, I think they did. You know, there they they did find a little bit of evidence and and a few things there on their show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and the people there, they're going to be providing somebody who's who's um you know, has worked for the place for a very long time and has had a lot of experiences and is going to really get into the history with us as well as what's happened there as far as even, you know, her own personal experiences. Because, you know, this woman's worked for, you know, the, the hall for years and has had, you know, faces float down the stairwell doors or her wow. doors open and close. And it's, 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 a, it's a very awe-inspiring location. I haven't been this excited about an event in, in years, and I've been doing events for close to a decade now and it's been a long time since I've been this excited about doing something like this. That's nice. Yeah, that it, sounds awesome. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. You don't try you you know you're excited too, Ron. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's just yeah. giving me a hard time cuz I can't go. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Well, miss that's you. a shame. That's a shame. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thanks, Ron. And, you know, it's, it's, it's next Friday. It's, you know, the day after Halloween, you know, so, you know, it's still that, you know, we're right there in, in the midst of the season. You know, it's, you know, the day after Halloween is, it can be a very active day. I've had some very good investigations down those, those days. We oh, yeah. Halloween, so. We did the uh, Victorian uh, mansion. Uh, do you remember the Halloween? It wasn't when we had the huge storm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and, don't, uh, don't remind. Don't remind me. I had 50 guests, no heat, and a foot and a half of snow that that weekend. Uh, so uh, we we were actually supposed to do it that weekend, and, and we got called off because of that. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we did it the following weekend. God, it was great, and I mean, it didn't have to be Halloween. I mean, we had some great results. Everybody had yeah. a good time, and we froze our ass off. But oh yes, we other, did. Uh, other than that, it was it was good. <laughs> you were there, and that's right. Yeah. I did it. Yes, I did go to that one. That's we stayed there that night. Remember? Yes, I do remember that. Oh, vividly, I'm sure. <laughs> wow, I'm being good. You be good. <laughs> 
Oh, man. So can people still get tickets to this event? Um, yes, they can. Um, absolutely. Um, it's, you, can, you can get them two ways. Because this is kind of a new venture for us, um, branching out to a new location. Mm-hmm. So, um, in all honesty, the best way is to find Berkshire Paranormal on okay. Facebook. And there are links right there to be able to get to the webpage to buy it. Um, okay. Because we don't have money to pay for a really good web page, it's this really long, <laughs> ridiculous, really long, ridiculous One of these webpage. days you got to, I'm, t- I'm sorry, you got to, I mean, some of those. Paranormal has a regular web page. Um, we weren't able to get the support up in time to get the ticket sales the way we wanted them onto the actual Berkshire Paranormal page. So I had to do kind of a, it's like a back page offshoot of the Houghton page, but if you just go to the, the follow Berkshire Paranormal on Facebook, I, I posted all the events, all the event information and ticket information there. Um, you can pay that way by PayPal. For some reason, um, and I guess I understand, uh, a lot of people for this for this event are asking, they don't want to use PayPal. They want to pay, pay cash at the door. Um, yeah. That is that is only acceptable if you email me, josh at berkshireparanormal.com in advance with your full name and how many tickets you want reserved, um, it will only um, we will only reserve that many. Any extras that show up at the door will be subject to whether or not the event sells out. So, oh, wow. you know, I am I am accepting. I, I do have about three. I now I have about ten cash at door sales. So, um, you know, you know they, they have emailed me. So, you know, I I, I will accept those. Um, you can also buy them at the location if you're in the Berkshires. Um, uh, the address escapes me right now, but it's Ventford Hall in Lenox, Massachusetts, uh, which is right down south of Pittsfield. For those of you coming from uh, the eastern part of the state, you can just take the Mass Turnpike right to exit two and get off. It's about ten minutes off of the Turnpike. Okay. Wow. I just posted uh, the link for the Berkshire Paranormal Facebook page on our Facebook page at Ghost oh, Chronicles Dash cool. Next Generation. So if anybody is interested. Hop on there, click on their uh, their page, and you'll Not see the event. Link to your Facebook. <laughs> yep, yep. So, Josh, I mean, are you bringing, you know, equipment there? Uh, do you have any plans for what you're going to be doing as far as uh, yeah. your type of equipment? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna announce some more formal stuff um, probably in the next coming days. Right now, it's a little rough. I'm trying to organize two events at once. So, um. As of right now, the doors are going to open at 6 p.m. We're going to start out at about 6:30 with um, with that opening talk from the um, guests provided, you know, about the history of the location and its haunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give kind of a, a little talk about ghost hunting. Um, I, I was going to have you know, Ron, if you want to do your uh, your normal presentation that I you do so well, karaoke, and then, uh, <laughs> karaoke, um, <laughs> and then. Um, Probably depending on how fast everybody talks, between 9:30 and 10, we're actually going to break out into groups um, and investigate. I will be bringing all my equipment: mail um, meters, C2s, yeah. dowsing rods, dowsing pendulums, video cameras, spot like boxes, all, you know, all, you know, all the fun stuff that we use. Um, you know, all the any guests who who come are more than welcome to bring their own personal equipment. And throughout the night, we are going to be breaking out, you know, into a couple of different types of sessions. You know. Um, the guests are, are welcome to investigate on their own, you know, um, amongst this massive building. 
or if, you know, at different times, and I, again, the times have not been set in stone. I'm still kind of doing some communication with the um, the event or with the uh, the property staff, you right. know, but as far as, you know, we may, we may uh, do some table tipping in this room at one time or do something else in this room at this time or, mm-hmm. you know, try to do a few different things as far as to get people involved and interact you know, throughout the night, you know, and then at 2 o'clock in the morning, um, uh-huh. we're all going to go home and hopefully get some sleep. <laughs> so it goes on until 2 o'clock in the morning? We're going to run until 2 a.m. I, I like to, you know, I, I like to always run my events till 2 a.m. because, you know, it gets us past the witching hour, but late enough where we can still probably maybe get a couple hours of sleep. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, you know you're, you're more than welcome to leave whenever you want if you have tickets, um, but we will ask you to leave at 2 um, you know, it gives us time to get out there, and it's nice because a lot of times once you get past midnight, you know, a lot of the guests sometimes will leave. So you know, the, mm-hmm. the building gets quieter. Asleep, and, or the other. <laughs> you know, you know, the, the building gets kind of quieter, and you you can really get some personal time with the spirits if you're being I'll, active. I'll, I'll have to tell you a, a, a funny story. We were we were at this place, and uh, it was really late, and uh, we were in the basement, and we were all sitting on chairs in a circle, and we're, we're hanging around. We did different experiments, and then we decided just kind of, you know, just chill and sit there and relax, kind of like what you and I and uh, Tom D'Agostino did one time at the, the Hooten. And we just sat there and trying to take in the night, and then the next thing we heard was, what you hear that? Did you hear that? Yeah, well, somebody had, somebody had fell asleep and they were snoring. <laughs> um, were, you probably were investigating with my dad Nick because that's, <laughs> you know that is a a well known occurrence. <laughs> I have been on multiple um, late nights uh, investigating with. Uh, <laughs> we start getting some uh, some weird growling noises coming out of um, the dark and it's <laughs> somebody starting to snore. <laughs> You better bring your Red Bull there, Ron. Yeah, we're going to have some Red Bull. I don't need Bull. that crap. <laughs> um, definitely, we're going to have, you know, three or four members of Berkshire Paranormal going to be there, you know, helping guide people. You know, yeah. it, it, I, what I'm really thrilled about is because, you know, a lot, you know, 90% of the events I've I've been at and ran over the last few years have all been with the Houghton. And, right. you know, for me, it's gotten so repetitive. In reality, in the same people are even going. I see the same faces a lot. Yeah. Um, not that I don't, you know, they're all very nice people, and I'm glad to see them. They're, you know, they've all allowed to become very good friends. But mm-hmm. uh, the the names that are coming up on people buying tickets for this in Lennox are all, um, there's still some repeat customers, but a lot of them are new names that I've never seen before. So really? it's it's, it's going to be almost a new crowd for me, too, or a new crowd for us. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, maybe some, you know, new fans, people, you know, from the, the part of the Berkshires who maybe don't want to take up the drive you know, to some of our stuff we put on at the Houghton. So maybe, you know, there's a lot of new faces here that um, I'm really looking forward to seeing. You know, we have some, some of our regular, you know, Houghton guests are actually buying tickets for down there, too. There's going to be a few few of our good friends who, who go to all our events up there. But, you know, more than 50% of these are names I don't recognize, which excites me because it's they're new people. They're going to be willing to learn. They're, they're going to be wanting to, to get involved and, and, and try this ghost hunting thing that, you know, they've made – not know anything or little about. So it's fun. Hopefully, they don't try to hurt me again. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It's hopefully. No, I have. Got, a well, I mean, 
it's your first time meeting these spirits. You gotta, you, you need to be nice to them. Don't, don't dig at them like we did with the Houghtons at first. Uh-huh. Uh, uh. <laughs> be nice. <laughs> um, so I have a question. Is there a particular reason why Venford Hall is haunted? Would something tragic happen there, or it's just haunted? Yeah, I'm going um, there. I, That's think a tragedy. <laughs> I think it's. Um, I, I've done. Um, a little bit of research, but not as much research as I typically would do running into like an investigation. So I'm still, I'm sure I'll learn more as we're actually there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really see any kind of um, underlying event, you know, that sometimes you see with a, with a haunting. You know, one thing that, you know, it says, geez, this happened and it's making it haunted. I think besides maybe, right. you know, the family's still just there. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that, we see a lot in hauntings. Uh, it recently, and is still currently going through a very major renovation. Ah. You know, so, you know, most people who are, you know, involved in, in, in ghost hunting and investigating the paranormal know that, you know, renovations a lot of times will stir up some spirits. Um, in actuality, this, yeah, I mean, in actuality, this location was slated to be torn down oh my a God. long ago. Um, it was on the chopping block. It was, it was, it was set to be tore down and be replaced by a nursing home. And oh. a trust, a, a, well, a trust company, um, a group of people formed a trust and bought it, bought it back. Um, unfortunately, when they had gotten it, it had fallen into very serious disrepair. Um, you know, a lot of the original fixture, and when you see it, you're going to say, how could they have done this? But, you know, they had tore off tore down a lot of the original walls and woodworking. Oh, my God. Um, it started tearing the place out. Um, when the trust got it, they were actually they were able to find a lot of the um, the original woodworking, hopefully still in the basement, and replace it for at least the first floor. Um, but when you get up towards, like, where the third floor, where they're still renovating, you know, it's still, in some in some cases, um, there's bare sheetrock. Um, they're still in the process of renovating it, you know, getting it back to where it should be. Um, they're, um, you know, it's, they, they're not, that woodworking is gone. So it's, the first floor still looks very modern or looks very old and has that original look to it. Where as you get up almost to the third floor, it's starting to look a little bit more modern because they are, they, they're, they're, unfortunately, somebody started tearing it down and a lot of the original working is gone. That's terrible. That's a crime. Oh, it is. It's, yeah. it's such a shame, you know. You, you go in there, and when you, when when they were, when uh, Cameron, the, the house manager, um, you know, was telling me, this, I, I could do nothing but shake my head as 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 a, a fan of history, you know, and and just preserving these type of things. You know, I you, you can't ex- imagine why somebody would do that. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, awful. It's really sad. I mean, everybody knows that I, I was have been most of my life involved in preservation and so many different organizations and that uh, it it just irritates the crap out of me when that happens to so many of these uh, historic buildings. There's this place up by uh, the lighthouse that, that the Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse own and it's called the Wood Island Life Saving Station and the town owns it now and there were groups that actually wanted to restore it and the town had voted to tear it down instead. But uh, luckily, they fought the fight, and uh, now it's going back on the rest- restoration. But that would have been a huge part of our history lost forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you'll never, you can never get it back. You know, no matter what you do, 
you know, when you tear down a building, it's gone. There's no rebuilding it. It'll you know, never be the same. Exactly. You know, it's one thing to have uh, a picture or something, but it's certainly so much better to actually go in and feel the place and see the place and touch it. And I mean, to me, that's that's the real experience. Now, Nate in our chat room just said uh, parts of the Cider House Rules was filmed there. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was the in, the interior was used for the orphanage shots, I believe. Mm-hmm. Nice. Wow. But anyways, so that's uh, we will be there on November first. We can get our tickets. You can get your tickets at the Berkshire. Um, no, not the Berkshire Paranormal. I'm sorry, the Hooten Mansion page. Um. Yeah, you can get there through the Houghton Mansion page or you just through the Berkshire Paranormal Facebook page. Okay, either one. So, oh, Facebook page, that's what it is. Okay. Yes. So, and that's on our Josh, <laughs> yep, and our page as well. Uh, you know, I'm excited. I haven't seen you for a while. Uh, Josh and I go way back. We've done quite a few things together over the years. Uh, every so often he comes out here, every so often I go out there, and uh, it, it's always a pleasure working with him, so I'm, I'm really excited. And as he mentioned before, this place has not been investigated that much, and it's it's so big and, and it's so historic that I, I I just can't wait to get out there. And, and the ticket prices are fairly cheap, right? They're like 35 bucks or something? 30, $39 a head. Yeah, $39 again, a head. You know, I'm really, I got to say, you know, I, I really wanted to keep it reasonable, I, and I know I could have charged more and gotten it. Um, mm-hmm. For me, because it's a new place, it was going to be kind of an experiment for me as far as, you know, I didn't know what to charge or what to get. So we, we kind of kept it inexpensive because, for me, this might be a new place where we could do something every year. So, you know, we're going to let, you know, keep it at a reasonable price, let people go out there who may have never been done something with me or you as far as events go. And let them see what it's like. And right. if they like it, they'll come back. And maybe next year we can get a little bit more involved, make it a little bit bigger of an event, and maybe charge a little bit more. I don't want to say here or there. Yeah, it's way too early to tell. But, you know, it's, hopefully it's something that pans out where, we, you know, this might be something we can we can do on an annual or semi-annual basis. There you go. Right. That's awesome. So, Josh, I'm going to have to let you go because we have a few things to take care of, too. And I want to thank you so much for holding on while Eric was here and also for joining us. And I really look forward to seeing you on November 1st. And I hope you have a great Halloween at the uh, Hooten Mansion. Well, I will. And I'll be in touch with you probably sometime tomorrow. I'll catch up on some of the other stuff we were talking about. So uh, you enjoy your um, enjoy your hot, the rest of October. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Uh, you too, Josh. Josh. Yeah. Uh, bye. Talk to you later. Well, he went quick. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So, yeah. So that's uh, uh, that was Josh, and so that's two neat events I got coming up, and and I'm really excited about both of them, and actually about the stuff I'm going to. This is probably my busiest. Well, it is my busiest time of the year. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. I just That's gotta good. find time to finish my kitchen, or else I'll be divorced. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I, I've been talking about uh, last week and that spectral evidence, and and uh, I, I want to mention that because it's a segue into a, something else I want to talk to. But mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the night, uh, Jim Stonia was doing an EVP presentation, so uh, we went through the basics of EVPs and we played some.
samples and so forth, which was cool. And then we did a, a live EVP session. So um, when Jim does his EVPs, he does he uses two recorders. He uses one that's Fox and one that's uh, just continuously runs. So he would ask the questions like, are there any spirits here? Do you have anything to say? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, and he did that. And when you played it back on Vox, if there's no answer, then it, it goes really quick. All you hear is the question, like, is there anybody here? Do you have anything to say? Blah, blah, blah. So it goes really quick. So we didn't get anything on his first attempt. So then I said, well, you know what? Leslie, Leslie Martin, who is the author of uh, Medium Rare, and she's also medium. I says, Leslie, why don't you come and try and ask the question? So she did. She took the recorder and she said, is there anybody here? Mm-hmm. And then she said, uh, are you a male? Uh-huh. And then, are you here for someone? Ah. So, so we played it back. And we heard, is there anybody here? We heard, and it was kind of a little gobble, but it sounded like it definitely sounded like a yes. Mm-hmm. And then, are you a male? Yes. Same thing. Uh-huh. And then finally, we asked the question, are you here for anybody? We heard, yes! <laughs> it screamed, absolutely really? screamed. Ah! If you if you saw an EVP, and you're familiar with EV, EVP graphs, what they look like. And, yes. and it was so like the normal conversation is here, and this just like blew right. off the chart. Yep. Right off it the scale, huh? <laughs> scared the crap out of everybody that was there. That's awesome. We, <laughs> we all we all listened to it. You know, we all listened while she did it. And and EVPs, everybody knows a true EVP is only heard on playback. And um, that's exactly what happened. Everybody, you know, we played that thing. They got that little, you know, just a little soft thing. People were piqued a little bit interested in that. And then the next one, which is, you know, still it wasn't as clear. It was just a little. And then it finally just blew off the scale. <laughs> and it was awesome. unbelievable. That's oh great. wow! We never got to play the cemetery tripping, oh, and no. we never got to play the new Beyond Bazaar. So, well, you just yak and yak and yak and yak. That's why. I blame me. I blame me. I blame you. Okay. So, anyways, what I, why I mentioned EVPs is because we're doing another live TV yes. show. Yep. 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 We are. And what is this? The uh, next live Ghost Chronicles Next Generation show is going to be, whoops, wait a minute, let me go to my calendar. It's going to be Wednesday, November 6th, 7 p.m., and right. uh, we'll have the same arrangement that we did last time with TogiNet. I assume we're going to have a live feed. Live feed? It, the, the feed's still up on TogiNet, so you have a live feed through TogiNet or the East Bridgewater uh, station as well. Or yeah. you can watch us over the, the the air at uh, Bridgewater as well, East Bridgewater. Yes. And uh, we will have as our special guest, uh, Mike. Markowitz. Thank you very much. Michael Markowitz. Uh, EVPs. <laughs> EVPs. And we're hoping to get the show a little more uh, a little more polished. We hope so. The first one. And, yeah. and we're... We have big plans for this. We plan on doing a live TV show once a month. Ann yes, we do. And uh, this one, we're going to add a little extras uh, more than last time, and and we're going to build upon it. And so if you want to tune in and, and come on the journey with us, uh, we would love that. We would 
love to have you in. And and we know that the the chat was active. We you could ask questions and everything, which was was cool. I mean, it, it was really a, a decent show last time. We had a few technical problems, but couple. Uh, <laughs> just minor, just minor. Nothing really, <laughs> nothing really glaring. I mean, it, it still came through good, and we've got nothing but raves from it. So I, I'm, I'm really happy with that, and uh, I'm really Bear excited with about us, it, folks. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. So yeah. uh, on November, what, what time is it? November. November sixth. November sixth. That's a Wednesday 7 night. Seven p.m. Yes. Seven p.m. You can yep. tune in Tojinet and Pararex and hear it uh, live there, or you can actually. Tune into the uh, page on Pararex and watch it mm-hmm. on the East Bridgewater page, and so that's that's kind of neat. Yep, and we will post all that on our Ghost Chronicles page, so you all can find us and you can see yes, our beautiful closer. shining faces. Well, well some more than others. Some more than others. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it's wrapping up, and until uh, next time, uh, it's it's time to say good night and God bless everyone. Yes, and thanks for living it, listening. And- Happy Halloween. And get some wine with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, bye. From ghoulies to ghosties, long leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night, deliver us, good Lord.